2: Montana's only daily sports talk show. Nuwana's now. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television.
0: What's up? Welcome in. A little Freestyle Friday coming at you. I haven't been in here on a Friday from stem to stern in quite some time. And look who I found. Our good buddy Rajim Seabrook. He's actually been in here on a couple Freestyle Fridays lately, but uh, sans me. So we'll uh, we'll do it like we always do. What's up, buddy? Good to see you, man. I'm. I kissed your head
1: when you walked in. <laughs> I haven't. Se- Last time I saw you, you weren't a father. Now I am. Now you are. You know, and and I'm just. I'm really happy for you. I think I went on like a Shakespearean soliloquy one day on the phone with you but I just um, I don't know man I'm really happy to be here as I always am and um but, I don't know, today it's just, I don't know, it's a, it's a different, I, I look at you differently. Well, that's good. You it, know, yeah, I'm uh, sure.
0: Uh, as you said, uh, now I'm into the new club, right? Welcome to the club, there baby. There we are, yeah, so we get to have dad clubs now. So well, that's, it's the uh,
1: freestyle fathership now. Uh, hey, I love it, I love it.
0: <laughs> well, good. we got a ton to get to uh, here today, this is New Ones now, by the way, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX, Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. We'll talk our way all the way around the wide world of sports. Tons of high school hoops that happened last night, including a big crosstown game at Dolberg Arena. Mm-hmm. The battle for. Uh, The Golden Goat is also, it's a spirit competition as much as it is a battle on the hardwood. The basketball games, the girls' game was pretty good in terms of competition uh, back and forth. The guys gave a little bit of a blowout because Hellgate's just really darn good. But then the battle for the Golden Goat was lit, so that was super fun. Uh, Probably crack the mic, bring uh, Jeff Safford in to get his impressions on it as well because I know he was uh, down there last night. The poor Golden Goat actual trophy got busted, though. Did you see this? Dude. (laughs) He like fell over and hit the (laughs) poor kid in the the head. head. <laughs> in the, the video, the poor kid, everybody's jumping around and loving it and celebrating, and then the kid's got the cracked golden goat, and he's holding his, his noggin. Poor guy. But we'll go through all the high school results, both from here in the Garden City as well as uh, around the state of Montana from last night. We will also uh, get you set up for the weekend that's coming up. Recap some of the stuff that went down in the Big Sky Conference last night. Mostly just a scoreboard because all eyes around the Big Sky, especially around the state of Montana, tomorrow will be here in Missoula. A little rivalry at times two, doubleheader here at Dahlberg Arena. The uh, Grizz hosting the Cats for the second round of the uh, Cat Grizz basketball rivalries. Got a couple Bobcat and Grizz guests today as well. Madison Hall, a super senior there for Montana State. She's been uh, a catalyst for Montana State. They are certainly one of the surprises of the league, that is an interesting thing to say about the team who has been the best team in the league for the last several years. This was supposed to be, though, the rebuild. Her presence and her leadership combined with the emergence of a bunch of young players have Montana State tied for third place with the Lady Grit. So it's a big game on the women's side tomorrow, rivalry aside. Then on the men's side, a little bit similar, although uh, neither team has been able to gain as much traction as their women's counterparts the uh, men Grizz have just been the definition of up and down. They've, they've won one and lost one every single weekend of conference play this year. Only one two game winning streak in conference. That's how you get to seven and five. The Cats had a great start in conference play, and then they've kind of been on the skids. They've lost three in a row, and they sit in six and six. The Grizz a game ahead of the Cats in the standings at seven and five. So big for jockeying in the standings, but also big just for the momentum of the season. Lalu Oke, who's a senior. Um, Inside guy, senior center, senior post for the Montana Grizzlies. He'll join us uh, in hour number two uh, as well. And then, of course, we're not quite a week out from the Super Bowl, so we got to talk some Super Bowl as well. And uh, also, it's never too early to start projecting and prognosticating. So uh, we'll do some NFL future stuff uh, as well. What'd you think of the big game? What'd you think of the Super Bowl? Your your, your boy Quentin must have been loving it.
1: Oh, you know he, he was loving it. Uh, it was it was it was a great. It, it was a weird game. It was a very weird game. And then it was a very good game, and uh, there's just—I mean, there's so many things to unpack. I think for me, the biggest thing to unpack is um, the logic, or sometimes the lack thereof, behind San Francisco' uh, choice to like really give Patrick Mahomes the ball in certain situations, especially like especially last, especially last, like that's the that's not the dude to like.
0: It's a mortal sin, man. I mean, yeah. you're dead. But if you give him the ball last, it's, it's over for you.
1: Yeah, that's like saying, you know what? I want him to run third in this relay against Sher- <laughs> Shikari Richardson because I think I can beat her. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Like, don't don't sit poison and ask why your stomach
0: hurts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, it, it did become, it was a slugfest early. I think that was actually maybe against what people thought it was going to be.
1: Well, yeah, I had a conversation today with a gentleman that I met uh, out with my daughter and... Uh, I said, I likened it to the old, old heavyweight fights. It was just like this slow back and forth, and every other round goes to every other fighter. And then the flurries came. Then they went to, like, super lightweight mode. <laughs> and just the flurries and the totally. momentum and the energy. just uh, And the synergy, to some, it, to some extent, uh, was just there. And then the overtime aspect of it. And uh, Patrick Mahomes, man, it, it's just you know i'm not a a, a cheese fan per se i am by proxy due to my kid and my man stan but um but i th- this kid is ridiculous like he's he's, ridiculous. he's just ridiculous and uh i don't care about the number of super bowls other quarterbacks have won um when i think about what he has done in such a short amount of time like his 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 mid book uh, uh body of work yes. is already Hall of Fame worthy. No doubt. And he still has 10 years left of football left within him. Well, at so, least we hope so, yes. Uh, knocking on wood, pinch yep. of salt, and a lucky horseshoe to boot. And, um, yeah, I don't know, man. Let's, uh, what did you, what, you think? Talk to me. It's I mean, been a I, minute. I,
0: I thought it was uh, a good game. I also agree with you. You can't give Mahomes the ball last. No. He's in the rarefied era, though. I mean, People talk, they throw the word dynasty around a lot. Dynasties are so few and far between in the NFL. And if you're thinking that it takes more than two championships to be a dynasty, it's almost none that have done that, right? Like, mm-hmm. there's never been a three-peat in NFL history. The Chiefs now have the opportunity to do that. There's only been a couple teams that ever even had the opportunity to do it, right? I mean... The, the the Denver Broncos, but that was a, a pretty much foregone conclusion because John Elway had already retired. Mm-hmm. Brady, early in his career, they won three out of four, but when they were going to win that third one, he got hurt early in that year, so that went out the window uh, very soon. The Cowboys, but they had all their drama. They had a coaching change in the midst of winning three out of four. Mm-hmm. Those Steelers teams in the 70s, and that's it and that's all. I guess the Miami Dolphins, 72-73, uh, they had a chance to three-peat as well. But th- th- there's only been... A couple even back-to-backs, let alone chances to three-peat. And the fact that Mahomes has won three out of five, including back-to-back, and has a chance to three-peat as only a 28-year-old, I mean, it's not quite unprecedented, but it's pretty uncharted waters when it comes to the NFL.
1: Well, you just, uh, you know, the, the title to one of my favorite photo books of all time is Rarified Air, right? Yeah. He is in that strata. He is in that echelon. He is at the apex and the zenith of the game known as football. And i I... I the way in which he does it. And this year was, I mean, we we I talked about this on the show with Jeff uh, in, in your absence. To me, this one solidifies it in a different way.
0: Yeah.
1: He did more yes. with less around him.
0: Like, I mean, they, they were the, one of the teams that was surrounded by, shrouded in the most drama in the whole NFL midseason. Oh, drama and
1: ineptitude.
0: I mean, they looked flat not good. Not at, at all. At a, for a moment in at time. At
1: all. At all, and the ability for Patrick Mahomes to literally put this uh, put this team on his back amid all the chaos, amid all the the, the guys like Kadarius Tony, all the Taylor Swift
0: stuff. Like this guy's legit, man. He's the dude. If you are uh, watching in here, on on is now on television and/or on the ESPN MT app, and you see this uh, awesome piece of memorabilia that's uh, helping block out our faces, uh, sometimes at least, depending on the angle. Well, this is is cool. If you've been following along, you know that we have great friends down there at Red's Bar in Missoula. Red's has so much awesome sports memorabilia upstairs in the place that you're congregating and having a beverage in. Downstairs, it's times 10. It's like a museum. It's like the cask of Amontillado, but like Grizz Sports and Montana Sports lore. It's so cool. So I was down there earlier today. Our our good friend Mike, uh, who's the owner and operator there at Red's, He said, hey, have you heard about the new Todd Foster documentary? And I said, no, I haven't, but that's awesome. Todd Foster is certainly somebody that's uh, captivated me. It's one of those, like, urban legend things because my family didn't actually move to Montana until 1993. Todd Foster's prime was, like, 1988 through 1992. For those that aren't familiar, Todd Foster was an unbelievable middleweight boxer out of Great Falls. He rose all the way through the ranks, became a championship-level guy. Then he just missed his big shots a couple times, and then he sort of had a, a, a tragic demise to his career. There's a new Todd Foster documentary coming out. And so Mike was like, well, I have some Todd Foster stuff. Let's uh, let's get that out for the show. So here we are. So I'll go through this and we'll actually give you a better explanation of what's all going on here. I just grabbed it right before the show. So I haven't gotten a chance to dive in. But uh, Todd Foster is certainly a Montana legend. And uh Bar, certainly... A Montana institution. On that note, uh, as we do our live show here, I'll take it down so it's not quite so much in our way. We'll find another place to uh, display that here throughout the upcoming weeks. Got a couple other Todd Foster pieces of memorabilia. I hadn't heard about this doc, so I'm certainly very interested in, first of all, watching it, but also... We love having the the filmmakers on the show. So if we can track down who made this documentary, I will uh, certainly will effort them as well. It's also a Friday. That means it's a Florence Coffee Company Friday, in addition to a freestyle Friday. Floco, proud presenter of our Class AA spotlight, and Floco also is open late now at now at two other locations. If you need a lift at the end of the day, the huts at South Reserve and Brook Street are now open till 8 p.m. Stop by between four and eight, Monday through Friday. You get to buy one, get one free at either shop. That, that's Brooks. There's there's Fulco's everywhere. So you got to go to the one on Brooks or the new location uh, on South Reserve. You can also stop in or go to FlorenceCoffeeCo.com. We also have free Florence Coffee Company for you every single day here on Nuanas now. Text us, 406-888-1029. That's 888 And of course, we are drinking some Florence coffee as well. I got a little <laughs> Lotus. Uh, Rod has got himself a little. Uh, Black Hot Triple Shot Americano. You know what's up? You need to get that in reach, though. I need you, I need you all the way juice. You're drinking sparkling water. I don't even know what to do with you right now. Dude, I drink a lot of sparkling water. I know you do. Actually, you I also can, drink a I lot can, of caffeine.
1: I also drink a lot of caffeine. <laughs> and I've, this, would, this will now be my first, second, third, my third Triple Americano of the day. So, you know,
0: I you need to... Uh, you got tiger's blood. You are unaffected by it. I should say unaffected, but uh, less affected than uh, us mere mortals, I think, sometimes.
1: <laughs> or just my blood is just radicalized. Like, yeah, yeah, it just, maybe. It's yeah, just maybe. ionized to caffeine. That's so. what
0: Tommy always says. Tommy Coffee, the DJ over there on the trail. Actually, Tommy Evans is his real government name. But uh, I'll never forget one night we were in Vegas, and I watched Tommy. You know those little double shot espresso Starbucks cans that you can get like at the convenience store?
1: Oh, yeah, 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 It's like a straight-up
0: espresso shot with a little bit of caramel in there. Never forget watching Tommy smash one of those at, like, 2.30 in the morning and fall asleep instantly.
1: Oh, dude, people (laughs) say that all the time. Like, I'll have a cup of coffee
0: right before bed. It's, like not not, not even bad an eye. <laughs> it's amazing. Well, let's dive into our Class Double A spotlight. Presented in part uh, by Florence Coffee Company. Also presented in part by Stockman Bank. Stockman makes Montana's brand of banking. Stockman Bank has more than forty locations across the state of Montana. They're in Montana only in Montana, and they plan on keeping it that way. We'll start with the battle for the Golden Goat. Sentinel and Hellgate squared off at Dahlberg Arena last night. Not only a, a great atmosphere, not only a fun time for. Uh, all the high school kids in town. But a, a couple big wins for Hellgate, including a clinching win for the Hellgate boys. They beat Sentinel 65-38, so pretty decisive in their crosstown. Hellgate went 4-0 in crosstown games. Swept both Big Sky and Sentinel, and the Knights uh, are now sitting there at 12-0 undefeated in Western AA play, 15-1 overall. They're the number two team in the state, and they are the Western AA champions for the regular season. So Hellgate shows up the number one seed going into the uh, divisionals and a pretty impressive effort. Eastern Sant, who joined us here on Nuanas Now on Thursday, 20 points, 9 rebounds, and 4 assists to lead the Knights. Zane Gilhouse, who's having an absolute breakout year as a sophomore, he had 17 points and eight boards for Sentinel. Grady Walker, who's a Grisbound athlete, uh, going to go play football there at the University of Montana. He had 11 points uh, to lead the Spartans. Did you go, or were you? Did you just uh, observe from afar?
1: Uh, I went. I was coaching my middle school team oh, last yeah. night, and I went home. And how'd that go? Oh, dude, we're my, my girls are killing it. Are you kidding? Coaching with uh, Bryn Laird, and you know the, the, who was also one of Missoula's best lady basketball, female basketball players uh, in the history of Missoula, um, coaching her, with her uh, again for the second time. and
0: Is the Laird that's at uh, Loyola now any relation?
1: That's her eldest child, baby. Uh,
0: uh that girl is legit. Are you, dude,
1: I was waxing poetic about her two <laughs> weeks ago with uh with old Jeff, man. Like she's ridiculous. She's
0: ridiculous. This this gal tell me her first name again. She's only a Spencer. freshman, so Spencer Laird, she's Spencer. she's new on the scene. Yep. But uh I mean, well, girls are a top five team in class B and and Well, you know who her grandfather is. M- Tell me, Craig Hankel. Oh, of course. Come on, man. So you got the Hankel. Come on, man. Got the Henkel jeans. You know, uh, it, Spencer Laird those are legit. I, I oh. got a Loyola game earlier <laughs> this year. She is uh, incredibly well developed as a freshman. Her skill set is is tremendous. She has crazy upside.
1: She has crazy upside, and you got to think that you know she's six one and she's a freshman. You know, in a, here in the next year, she may grow another inch and could put on potentially five to seven pounds of muscle. And she, you know, she can inside, outside. But here's the thing, man. There's two more coming up, and I'm coaching one of them now. Wow, nice. And Spence is nice, but but watch out for the name Emmy Laird. Okay, all right. Be ready for it, kids.
0: All right, love it. Love the insight. Love the uh, projections. On the girls' side of the Golden Goat last night, Hellgate also gets the win, but a much closer game, 41-38 over Sentinel. Uh, so a little revenge for the Knights as well because they lost at Sentinel's gym in the first crosstown uh, earlier this year. And the Hellgates got to go a little bit. They had a little bit of a tough start to their conference slate, but now they're 8-4, and four, so they're certainly jockeying for position in the Western AA standings, 10-6 overall uh, for the Knights. Spartans, uh, they fall to 4-8 in league, 7-9 overall. Uh, Chloe Larson continues her outstanding senior year. Uh, she had a, a 22-point game last week. She had 12 points in this one. And Emily McElbury also having a great uh, senior year. Uh, She had 17 points uh, last night as well. Now on now, ESPN Radio, it's our Class AA spotlight. It's proudly presented in part by Grizzly Disposal. Grizzly Disposal, locally owned and operated, supporting local high schools around the state of Montana. Visit grizzlydisposal.com to get a free quote today. Uh, Mr. Safford, uh, how was it last night? We we sent you out down there to Dahlberg Arena. What did you think? What were
2: your impressions
0: of uh, your first Golden Goat?
2: Well, first of all, you got a shout out to both student sections. I thought they both were electric. and and quite honestly, I thought they were complementary of one another. I mean, they even brought out the old Hoosiers. The only part, the only play I'd ever seen it was in the movie Hoosiers, the "We Got Spirit. Wes, you do. I got spirit. How about you? That whole deal. I'd never seen that cheer in person anywhere. Before last night, so that was sweet, and and seeing the tradition of the of the performances, it was Sentinel that took home the golden goat. I know Hellgate has had it the last four or five years, but Sentinel with this performance they put on at halftime of the men's game, I mean, it was crazy. This elaborate dance, it, their whole theme was spies, and nice. the thing starts with a vignette of a couple of students. Like in, like, think like Tom Cruise, like aviator sunglasses, like the mission, if you choose to accept it, is to find the golden goat, you know? And then 50, 50 kids come out with teachers, the band. I mean, it was this whole giant elaborate dance. And I mean, we had something similar to that around a high school basketball tournament where I grew up in Northern California, but it was, you know, it was just a couple of guys, You know, gyrating with their hips to Britney Spears. You know, it was nothing (laughs) like this, you know. So it was really fun to experience. All the fans were having fun. It was a great community event and really good basketball. I specifically was very impressed with the Hellgate boys. What a good good. looking basketball team they are. I was talking about with Rajim off air that. The eye test, you know, they're not a team that's going to blow you away with their size. But when you watch them play, they are tough as nails. And, I mean, defensively, they had the Spartans in a tizzy. I mean, that their matchup 2-3 zone was what I saw, the, what they were running. I mean, how they were able to help defensively collapse on their bigger. Because Sentinel, or yeah, Sentinel is bigger. They had sure. guys around six four, six five, 5 and... You wouldn't know it. I mean, the offensive glass, they just cleaned them up. Sant, who we had on the air yesterday, he had almost 10 boards and he's around six feet tall as a point guard. And I mean, offensively, they were patient with the ball. They weren't forcing any shots, they're moving it around. Uh, transition offense, I mean, they checked all the boxes, I felt.
0: Well, very good. I'm glad you had a good time and uh, just the first of any uh, observations from the high school world uh, as we continue to creep closer to tournament time. Jeff Safford having in here on to Now it's our Class AA Spotlight because of the Class AA tournaments here in Missoula this year. So we're highlighting some of the best storylines as often as we can to try to build some interest and hype. It's presented in part by the Jewelry Design Center. Jewelry Design Center is an awesome new place here in Missoula. They can do custom-made jewelry of any sort. When I was uh, planning my wedding, planning my wife's wedding ring, I went in there, brainstormed with them, told them what I wanted. Boom! They make a whole mock-up for me, and then all of a sudden, it appears and it's it's perfect. She loves it. So if you want some custom-made jewelry at unbelievably affordable price, check out Jewelry Design Center there on Brook Street. A couple other Class Double A scores from last night. Billings West, the defending champions on the girls' side, they get a cross-town win. Sixty-one thirty-nine overbilling senior Courtney Grossman, who's bound for Eastern Washington. She had eleven points, uh, and so the the uh, the Bears continue to look like like a contender. It's it's fascinating because they're the second most hyped team in their own town, even though, (laughs) right? I mean, even though they're the defending state champions with multiple D1 athletes back on their team, because Brandon Williams has just been absolutely dominating. Dominate. I mean, this last week... What's, let's let's do the math real quick. This last week, Brianna Williams had 74 points and 22 rebounds. Just a cool little 35 and 12 for their average for the week. So uh, Gatorade Player of the Year are uh, uh, probably coming down the pipe again. again. for Brianna Williams, she's uh, on her way to Maryland. Uh, that's a. Uh, it's. I mean, what do you think of that though? Because when you? What do I think? It's phenomenal. Are you I mean, kidding me? It's, I, it's almost ludicrous. I just. I just love this though because sometimes. When I mean, Brianna Williams was the breakout star of the state her sophomore year. They, won, they won the state championship first time in Billing Scavu history. Last year, she had this huge target on her back, yet she still gets Gatorade Player of the Year, even though they didn't finish maybe how they wanted to. Right. They got third, but they, yep. they got knocked down from the semis, yes. and it was disappointing. But then you have all this recruiting hoopla, and you know, but then you make your decision. A lot of times, then we see dips senior year for two reasons. One, Maybe some you know complacency creeps in, but also you got a target on your back. Everybody's like, "Well, the girl so good. Let me yeah, take it. Right, let right. me like take if it if to this the Big Ten. We're going to triple team her every yeah, time yeah, and yeah, make yeah. everybody else beat take her. Take it to the Terp. That's what's happening, and it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, <laughs> dummies. It, it's just amazing to have somebody that's drawing so much attention and still getting forty, Balling. having forty point games. It's uh, it's astounding. Uh, class double A on the boys' side. We also have an Eastern double A champion already. I guess it's not already because it's we're getting close to divisionals already. But uh, Bozeman High beats C.M.R., uh, Great Falls C.M.R., 63-52. And uh, the Hawks, 11-0. So they clinched the number one seed out of the East. They're 15-0 overall. They certainly look like the uh, team to beat. That's our Class AA spotlight. It's probably presented in part by Montana Imaging. Montana Imaging offers MRIs at half the price of the other guys. They can get you in the same day or the next day. With short wait times on results, visit MontanaImaging.com for more uh, information. Other uh, pertinent scores, It's uh, when it gets to like district tournament time, there's just so many games, so many different scores we could give you. Me just sitting here rattling it all off when it's still in the early rounds of the tournament, I just don't think that that's necessarily good radio. I would invite you to go to our great friends over at 406 MT Sports, click on their full court press stories and they have little capsules on pretty much every single game. We'll certainly give you the winners of the tournaments when they are in the books, like when the district tournaments and everything are uh, are in the books, so stay tuned for that. But that's sort of the uh, the way it's going down right now uh, at the small school level. So more uh, after the weekend is over as we have more results uh, from across the uh, the various district tournaments. When it comes to the uh, Big Sky Conference, here's a Big Sky scoreboard presented in part by Stockman Bank. On the men's side, Northern Arizona's men, they've won two in a row now after beating the Cats last weekend and then beating Sac State on Thursday, 73-58. Sac State really struggling right now, but NAU may be a team that's uh, on the come up. We shall see. God, Weaver State, Idaho, I think it was Brett Hine who uh, covers Weber for the, the Ogden Standard Examiner. He tweeted, snatching victory from the jaws of defeat. That's exactly right. If you watch the last 90 seconds of this game between Weber and Idaho, Idaho had this game fully in control. Then they just started puking the ball all over the court. They turned the ball over four times in the last 50 seconds, and they let Weaver come all the way back and win 70-69. to The Vandals are like the most perplexing team in the in the Big Sky Conference right now. Every time I watch them, they're they're like pretty good. I think they've been winning at every single conference game at halftime and they're sitting there at three and eight in league. So certainly a finishing issue. Andrew, did you see this one at all? Did you watch the the end of the Weaver State Idaho game? So okay, I didn't see it, but I ended up watching the whole end of it because
3: it was there were highlights
0: all over Twitter. All so the I did, highlights were I did going. the same thing. I just went and just watched the last two minutes. Yeah and it looks like man Idaho was just trying the same thing over and over again. They were overthrowing passes. They were getting the ball in bounds in a bad situation right in the corner where you can trap
2: They were throwing bad passes from out of there. And, uh, yeah, I mean, credit, I guess, to Weber because they came back and they made buckets down the stretch. But just really, really bad for Idaho in a win that could have been, like, such a positive sign for that program, right?
0: No doubt. The uh, other two scores from last night, Eastern Washington beats uh, Idaho State 88-82. Eastern now 11-1 in league play, so the uh, the Eags have now... Uh, won 27 out of their last 30 Big Sky Conference games the last two seasons. Really impressive. And then Northern Colorado hits a three with about two seconds to go to tie it to take the game to overtime at Portland State. Looked like Portland State was all the way on their heels and was going to have to find a way to salvage. And salvage they did. They dominate the overtime period and they beat Northern Colorado 82-72. So that's a win. If you're following the Montana schools, that's a good win by Portland State because Portland State swept the Montana schools. It's also a big win because Northern Colorado is ahead of the Montana schools in the standings. So a loss for the Bears is a good thing for either the Grizz or the Cats. Big Sky scoreboard on the uh, women's side from last night. Again, there's no Montana schools in action because it is the rivalry game tomorrow, so they get the Thursday off. Idaho's women beat Weber State 60-47. to Northern Colorado's women, who's really been struggling lately, they get back on the winning side, 65-48 over Portland State. How about Sac State? They've won four out of five after a 1-18 and start. They thump. First place, Northern Arizona, 82-66. Bentley Verstige, their outstanding point guard. I read today, after last night, she's not only... We highlighted her assist numbers with Krista Redpath on Wednesday's show. She's fifth in the country in assists. She's also leading the country in minutes per game, playing more than 39 minutes per game. So she mm, has been an mm, mm. absolute iron woman. And uh, Sac State has absolutely turned the corner. You're blowing out a team like Northern Arizona, who was 10-1 and one on an eight-game winning streak in the Women's League. Uh, pretty darn good. And then Eastern Washington, they uh, now are tied again in first place with NAU after a 59-56 win over uh, Idaho State. It's a Big Sky scoreboard here Uh, on on is Now. We'll talk more Big Sky hoops, including the rivalry games here uh, in Missoula, a little later on in the show. Need a place to watch the rivalry games or any other sports? Silver Slipper has 55 TVs for you to watch all the sports, whether it's the NFL, NBA, NHL, or whatever else you might need. Silver Slipper will have it on for you. Drink specials every day, 20 Kino machines, a liquor store, and pizza. There's nowhere else you should be watching your favorite team. At the Slipper, it's all about great food, tasty drinks, and the urge to have a good time. Stop by today and see why the Silver Slipper is one of Montana's best-kept secrets. Cat Grizz, on the women's side, one of the pivotal players in the rivalry last time, Madison Hall. She had 18 points and 10 rebounds to lead the Bobcats past the Lady Grizz. She's got a fascinating story She wasn't supposed to be playing this year. She 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 thought she was hanging it up after last year, then she just couldn't couldn't not scratch the itch. Back for her fifth year at Montana State, she'll join us next. Keep it right here. You want us now? ESPN Radio. and that's when you need our help. That's when you need to call Schulte Law Firm because we know the players, we know the game. We can put people in the best position to achieve the outcome they want. If you've had a bad day, visit jschulteilaw.com.
2: This is is Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula.
0: Hip-hop and father and son uh, songs. I actually hadn't heard that one before either. That's, that's sweet.
1: That's, uh, that's from their... Uh, early to mid-90s um, at OG and the Bulldogs yeah. and uh, from Roxbury, Massachusetts. And, you know, not, not a mecca of hip-hop, so to say, but um, a lot of the songs they did were more about issues in communities and less about prestige and personas and uh that that be be a father to your child that's the name of the song and like as soon as you hear that kind of title it's like what do you mean be a, like listen to that track man it's be, real. A, be it take it, any any dude can be a daddy but it takes a man to be a father like be <laughs> a father to your child like go check it out
0: I love it I was listening to it on the way and uh, very well written very poignant uh, Absolutely. words Absolutely Rivalry game times two tomorrow 2 p.m. and 7 p.m. down at Dollar Arena, Montana State in town to take on the Grizzlies uh, in the women's game, Montana State rallied back. The Lady Grizz had a great start in Bozeman. They're up 19-5, to 5, and then Montana State had a huge tear. Montana went completely cold. They sort of unraveled, and the Cats were able to close it out. So Lady Grizz looking for redemption, revenge, and also the, to stop the, the flooding, basically. I mean, this has been a rivalry for most of the history of the rivalry that Lady Grizz dominated but in over the last seven years. It's been all Montana State. They won 11 out of 13, looking for uh, their fifth sweep in the last seven years. So, a lot on the line on both sides. The Bobcats, though, certainly hungry coming into Missoula to complete yet another rivalry sweep. We caught up with one of their star studded seniors. Well, time now for a Montana State Minute, taking a look inside Montana State Athletics. It's a big week this week. Got a rivalry game times two in the Garden City. Montana State coming to Missoula to take on the Grizz, the second round of these rivalry games. Uh, earlier this year, the Montana State women, a nice win over the Lady Grizz in Bozeman. And That's been a part of an awesome uh, first half and then maybe some change here for the MSU women. Both these teams, though, tied at 8-4 and four in the Big Sky Conference standings, so it should be a big game. It's 2 p.m., Dahlberg Arena, and we're joined now by a senior and uh, one of the big-time players right now for the Montana State Bobcats. It's Madison Hall. You probably remember her more as Madison Jackson. Maddie, thanks for joining us. First of all, congratulations. You got married. Uh, New last name. So uh, how's it been going? Uh, Congratulations to you and your family.
3: Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I mean, new name, kind of new player, got a new number, and, you know, it's a new season. So I've been, uh, you know, having fun with it, and, you know, we have another Cat Grizz week coming up. So we're ready to roll.
0: (laughs) Well, take us through uh, this first uh, 12 games here of league play. You guys have been getting it done big time with your defense. I love Coach Benford's quote after the Northern Colorado game. She said, I don't know if I've had a team that's been as locked in defensively as this group. So uh, why has that been so important for you guys? How have you guys been able to sort of encompass that mentality so far this year?
3: You know, uh, I would say that Ben recruited a really, really good freshman class, and these, these girls are willing to work. Everybody understands that we need every single person on this team to excel in their role and to just give, you know, and compete as best as they can, and this is a group of gals that, truly has embraced their roles and we truly we just compete and it has been so fun you know coming back as a fifth year senior I saw this in the in the summer and that was something that I wanted to be a part of because these girls they bring the energy they just they seriously they just put their heads down and they grind and it's just it's they're just so much fun to be around
0: well, that's a fun part of the story because once upon a time, yourself, Cola Bad Bear, Darian White, you guys were that really talented freshman class playing with a, <laughs> a group of a ton of seniors on a Big Sky title team. So what's it like sort of being on the other side of that now and being one of the older players sort of uh, helping the freshmen along?
3: You know, it it truly has been an absolute blessing because, I mean, these freshmen that have come in, they 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 truly are just, Wanting to learn, and they see, you know, with us upperclassmen as well, how we compete, how we show up to practices, and they truly just have stepped up, and they, they, they've just done such a great job. Like I said, in their role, and it's just been, it's just been so fun, you know, to take them under my wing and just, you know, because I understand what they're going through, and I mean, Division One basketball is not easy, and they especially for this year have been put into situations and different roles that you know for some girls it would be asking a lot but they have just they have just come to play and they have just executed in every every way that they can and they're they're just such good girls i keep saying that because i just i'm so grateful for them they're just they're just so much fun
0: well, you can definitely tell you guys are having fun. It's our Montana State Minute here on Nuana's Now on ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television and the ESPN MT app. Matty Jack joining us. Madison Hall, a senior there for the Montana State Bobcats. They are in Missoula on Saturday afternoon to take on mm-hmm. uh, the Lady Grizz. Uh, tell us about this last weekend. You guys had a suffocating defensive effort against Northern Colorado. Nice win there. Mm-hmm. And then uh, a tough Thank one you. against Northern Arizona on Saturday. But the Lumberjacks, they've won eight in a row. Uh, they beat everybody mm-hmm. in the league over the last two months here uh, during this, this winning streak. So uh, what did you learn from Saturday, and where do you think, uh, what do you think of just where you guys are at right now in the league standings?
3: You know, I, I feel like what we learned from NAU is just more ball pressure, um, you know, because NAU is an excellent team, and uh, along with the Grizz, they are also an excellent team. They have excellent um, uh, three, three-point shooters, They're strong in in the post, so um, we've just emphasized, you know, our communication on defense is a necessity because, you know, if you have miscommunication, you have breakdowns, and when somebody doesn't do their job because of miscommunication, then, you know, it's kind of like a ripple effect. So staying locked in, being locked into our scout, and uh, paying attention to detail is something that we learned from Saturday's game against NAU that we need to bring into you know, this Saturday into the Dahlberg Arena.
0: When it gets to this point of the year, now you've seen everybody, right? There's no more surprises, mm-hmm. so it's sort of the second time around. Does that make preparation easier or harder? I mean, what's what's it like playing teams for the second time during league play?
3: You know, if anything for me, it's it's I wouldn't say that it would be easier preparation because I mean we have so many great athletes. And great teams in our conference. And I mean, we prepare exa- like we're playing them the first time. Every, every, every time we, we prepare going through, you know, we're co- going through the second round of playing them. I mean, we, we pay attention to um, what we need to do as far as our roles. Like, I, it feels, it pretty much feels like the same. You know, we go into scout, we go over, you know, each, each player again and what we need to bring to the table, you know, what's going to help us win basketball games, and uh, Ben does a really good job on breaking down, you know, our goals and emphasizing that within practice, but um, I would say, you know, preparation is pretty much the same because everybody in our conference is so talented, and, you know, and they also have other girls that are stepping up in their roles, too, so, you know, there's a couple new girls on Scout that potentially that we'll have to go through and then, you know, just go from there.
0: What sort of carryover is there from the last matchup, specifically with the Lady Grisden? I mean, what sort of stuff do you guys hope to replicate on Saturday?
3: Uh, definitely our disruptiveness when it comes to our defense, our communication. It comes to our airtime because they're, they are a very good three-point shooting team, um, you know, making sure that everybody is ready to go when they have their name called, um, either starters, bench players, um, and also I would say um, just embracing the energy that's going to be in the Dahlberg Arena. I mean, I mean, the Grizz—they had to embrace that coming over here, and now we have to embrace that going over the hill. So, yeah.
0: Well, before we get you out of here, I also, you you mentioned just your decision to come back, but I I want you to tell people that story because it's it's a fascinating one, right? I mean, I think you had initially decided maybe, okay, uh, I played four years. I'm going to move on to the next chapter, but uh, you decided to come back. So just take us through it. Give people the backstory on uh, what led to this fifth year.
3: Yeah, I mean, so I, um, let's see. So it was after the Big Sky Tournament, um, you know, Ben and I, we had a conversation. She called me when I was, back home and you know we were just talking about you know the season and how it went and um how i felt about it and then um i i had told her then you know i think that it's best for me to hang up the jersey you know number 20 hang it up um and then uh, I mentioned to her, I was I was like, you know, I, I would love to help out. I mean, I'm st- I am still want to be around the girls. I still want to be around the girls and just um, be as impactful as possible, help out with anything you need. And then, you know, found she was able to find some options for me to, come back and be a GA for her, and that that was awesome, just being around the staff, because the staff was, they, they were awesome. We had some new coaches coming in, and and then um, over the summer, you know, there was some jokes and stuff about, you know, me coming back, because I was playing on the scout team, and I was having a blast over there, and then I started catching myself wanting to get into drills with the girls, because... It's just, it's just in my nature, you know. I love the game. I love the game. And it, it took me, I feel like it took me the summer to kind of, you know, miss it because I had such a good break. And then um, I had a conversation with Ben. She pulled me into her office. And she had asked me, she was like, you know, Jack, it's a win-win situation for me if you, you know, if you want to stay as a GA. But I am going to offer you to come back if you would like to. That is on the table still. And, um, she told me, you know, I'll give you, I'll give you 20 or I'll give you the weekend. She told me this on a Thursday, I'll give you the weekend to decide. And she was super respectful of my, of my, you know, choice to be, um, a GA. She, she wanted to be careful and, you know, not put any pressure on me whatsoever. But when I was sitting in the office with her and she had mentioned that it had just kind of clicked in my mind, I'm coming back. You know, I have some unresolved things with the game that are personal for me. And I went back, talked to my husband, and he told me, he was like, you know what, I'm always in your corner. And I would love to watch you do another year of basketball. He loves watching me play. And I called my parents, talked to them about it. And they, you know, they were like, you know what, Madison, it's whatever you decide. We're supporting you fully. And it was, it was more of, you know, my decision. I didn't have any pressure from anybody at all. And so I went back into her office the next day, Friday, and I told her, I was like, you know what, Ben, I am in, I'm in, and this was the beginning of October. So I had to go through my workouts and I was, you know, over a trash can there for a few, uh, a few of those practices, but got back into shape and I have not regretted my decision since I I I just love it. This has been a special year, a unique year, and I am just absolutely loving every moment of it. I am just taking it in, and I i am just so blessed, and I am so grateful that Ben gave me, you know, this opportunity, and, you know, God blessed me with staying healthy, giving me another year, and it's, it's been one heck of a ride, and I am totally here for it. I'm all in, and I just... I love Montana State. I love the program. I love the people. This is my home. (laughs) So, yeah.
0: Well, it's awesome. It's a cool story, and we appreciate you sharing it in such great detail. Madison Jackson, Madison Hall now, uh, Montana State Bobcat, women's basketball player, senior there for the Cats, joining us here uh, on on Nuanas Now. Last thing for you then, Maddie. um, your last trip to Dalberg Arena. And then maybe you see the Gris, Lady Grizz down the road uh, in the tournament or something, but uh, this will be the last time in yeah. Missoula. So uh, how do you hope to finish this thing? What, uh, what are your hopes for Saturday afternoon?
3: Oh, you, you already know. I want the win, especially over at Dalberg Arena. That is a whole nother accomplishment, especially if you can get a win. And I know the Grizz would say the same about us as well, getting a win, you know, in the brick, but that is what I'm going for. That is what I'm going for. I'm going for a win.
0: We got to love it. We appreciate you for taking so much time during a busy weekend. Thanks for being here, and uh, we'll see you on Saturday. But best of luck. Travel safe.
3: Sounds good. Go, Cat. Fun
0: interview, as always. Uh, most people know her, Maddie Jack, Madison Jackson, but to now Madison Hall after getting married this last offseason. And I know the Bobcats certainly are uh, happy to have her back. If you missed any of our coverage leading up to this, Carmen G. Filler from the Lady Grizz side of things joined us yesterday. So you find that on the Nuanas Now podcast. And uh, coming up... Lalu Oke from the Grizzman will join us. We also heard from Brian Garacki from the Bobcat Man earlier this week as well. So all that stuff always available. If you ever miss it on the show here on uh, the Nuanna's Now podcast, which is proudly presented by Schulte Law, visit jschulteilaw.com, the M Store where there are all Grizz all the time, and the MSU Bookstore. Visit msubookstore.org for your blue and gold needs on game day or any other day. I got a broad question about recruiting in Montana. We'll hash it out right after this. Rajim Seabrook, Coulter Nuñez, Nuanes Now, ESPN Radio.
2: This is Nuanes Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio, Missoula.
0: Nuanes Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Rajim Seabrook riding with me, Coulter Nuanes. What up? Little Big Willie style, man. That was a that was an unbelievable album. Well,
1: that album is great, but that song, like, if you have a, it's a cover, child, it's
0: actually a cover though, right? It
1: is. It's a uh, Bill Withers did yes. the original, which is an amazing love song in and of Bill itself. It's
0: underrated, dude. Can we we need to we need a podcast
1: because like <laughs> we need to talk about like underrated, underserved? Like, there's so many people out yes. there, um, musicians, poets, actors, thespians alike. Um, no, but the song, it's, it's, it's about, it's about a father and a son or about a father and a child. And I don't know, man, as, as I hit the gray beards, actually, I'm a year older since we last spoke. Oh, happy late birthday. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Almost a week to the day.
0: Not uh, quite to the mid the, the half century mark yet. Are you nailed it. One one year short, right? I hit no, I hit, you hit it. it. This oh, I, I could not remember if last year because I remember oh, we had a nice dude. dinner last yeah, year. Hey, we were not. Hey, let, let's let's
1: not talk about that. Okay, <laughs> I'm getting AARP mail by the day. Hey, but it's a great song about fatherhood, man, and the relationships and the the what it what it what it takes and sometimes what it doesn't take. And uh, I don't know, man. I'm feeling your fatherhood vicariously through you and your newborn, and your, with you and your lovely wife. So yeah, man. Be a father to your child. And, and from father to son, it's just the two of you. So I love en- it. embrace it. Let's go. I
0: love it. No, it's now ESPN Radio. All right, let's talk uh, state wrestling, but not state wrestling. I have a, a question here. I think it could lead to a broader conversation, and I, I'm almost certain it's going to matriculate into hour number two as well. The uh, state wrestling, all-class state wrestling tournaments were in Billings this last week, and uh, a couple great accomplishments. But I was thinking about this. I was thinking about now in – High school sports in Montana, high school girls track and field, and high school girls basketball have become at least a little bit of recruiting hotbeds. Like there's The recruiters from some of the big-time programs, they know about the, the, the caliber of Montana athletes, especially girls that are running track. I mean, the, the latest one, Madison Todorovich from Helena High, who led Helena High to the, the Team State Championship last year. She's on her way down to Baylor. But we have all sorts of Montana gals that are that compete at an incredibly high level, whether it's um, Ashley McElmurray at Nebraska or Lauren Hagan at Washington, uh, Angelica Street, who's now at Montana State. She started her career at, M, at uh, Texas A&M. So all sorts of uh, – those are just a few examples of, of gals that have been standouts in high school track that have gone on to Power 5 schools in track and field. Montana women's basketball, also prestigious. And Brianna Williams is like the latest export. She's on her way to Maryland. But other than that, Montana is largely and almost exclusively completely under-recruited for high school sports. Except, and especially in boys' sports, almost nobody, like the ceiling for most boys' athletes in Montana, is to play football for the Grizzlies or the Cats. That's good. It's good programs. But it's only every very once in a while that you get football guys going Power 5. It's been, I don't know, 20 years since there was a basketball guy that went to the uh, like a big-time Power 5 school. Jack McGillis from my class. Is the last guy I can remember? He went to Oregon Tinkle, State. Tinkle, to Oregon oh, State? Of course, Trace Tinkle, what? Trace, Trace, Trace Tinkle, and Jack Gillis. But that's two in twenty years, though, man. Oh, okay. And okay. It's, I'm, it's, I'm just, I'm just saying. And it's both to the same school, and okay. like and right. Trace Tinkle's just, dad recruited uh, him too, uh, right? I mean, I'm not ducking. I'm just, Trace, I'm just saying but, that
1: because I, I, I hear what you're saying. I just want to make sure yeah. my ducks are in a row. You totally. can be crazy over there. I'm gonna be sane <laughs> over here. Well,
0: it, it's just, it's just interesting though. Only two guys really in the whole 21st yeah, century. Totally. It's, it's, No, Raleigh Wooster. Oh, Raleigh Wooster. For sure, Raleigh Wooster. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yep. I'm, I'm still racking my brain for some more. Uh, Eric Hinkle went to Eastern Washington for a year, but then ended up not uh, finishing that out. But still, very few and far between. What I'm getting at is, though, wrestling and it goes kind of under-recruited, especially because there's no college wrestling in Montana. This, this is a fact. But there's a bunch, of, like, if you're one of the better wrestlers in Montana, you can go big time. And if you're like a, a really good wrestler in Montana, you can go to the top. Yeah. Like the absolute top. Oh, like, yeah. like the kid from Flathead who just won the 205 pound state championship, Like Anders Thompson is his name. He's headed to Oklahoma State. Like we've had guys that have gone to Iowa State and Michigan and like. Where wrestling lives. Like the top of the top. So why do you think this is? Like why is there this dynamic? Why is like wrestling actually the most recruited sport in Montana?
1: Because there's no compi- there's no competition for it here. It's interesting. There's nothing to keep it in state. So mm-hmm, mm, so yeah. so for any of the 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 young people that want to wrestle, they have to look outward, and people know that. So it's easy to look inward. It's easy to be like this. This kid doesn't have any in-state options. He's not going to stay here because grandma and grandpa and uncle Dave went to the school, and there's a lineage and a and a, and a legacy. It's it's it's. You want to come to Ann Arbor? come to Ann Arbor. Right. Like these opportunities exist. So like I mean Montana's I hate to say this, ripe for the picking for those sports. Yeah, that's it, a Well, it's, it's it's the same reason why um uh uh golf is heavily recruited out of state here. Mm, right? True. And for the spring golfers because if you if you're putting, if you're hitting, you know, under 5 and it's 36 degrees and there's an inch of snow on the greens. Right. Guess what you're doing at Arizona State. <laughs> right. You're killing it. Guess what you're doing at Stanford or Florida State. You know, like kids get, you know, a lot of our golfers get those types of offers because you're, you're doing it. Same thing with our track kids. True. You're you're throwing Absolutely. the javelin
0: in the snow. I mean, I'll ne- I never forget me at the Class A track meet in Butte, Montana, 2012, and watching Daniel Aragon shatter the 800-meter and the 1,600-meter all-class records In a driving blizzard. Blizzard. And there there was recruiters from Notre Dame and Stanford there, and they both were talking to us and talking to me, and they're like we're going to go give her a full ride right now because if she can run those times and cold and wet a, at a mile high in the middle of the winter blizzard, she'd probably be all right, you know, in Southern California. So. And
1: I, I mean, and that's what our kids are yeah, enduring. Like they, they have an X factor that kids from California, Texas and Florida don't. They, they play through the adversity of the element. So there's a tougher element. There's a bit, a bit more of a callous. And then for some of those sports uh, going back to, you know, the, the, the top of the cypher wrestling, if it's not
0: here. You're going elsewhere. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, It's, it's a good point. And it there it is. On ESPN Radio, SWX, Montana Television, and the ESPN MTF. Hour one of the books, hour two coming at you. Talk like some NFL. More thoughts on the Super Bowl, and more importantly, what does a Super Bowl picture look like next year? We'll do that on the other side. Keep it right here. 1029 ESPN Missoula.